Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash crossword relationships, updates, all that good stuff as well. If you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, and let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Business Bitch, who says, am I the arsehole for applying to a co-worker's inappropriate text by work email and attaching them? One of my co-workers, who I had thought was friendly, but that was it, he is married, sent me some inappropriate texts at like 3 a.m. on St. Patrick's Day weekend, asking me to come over and have some fun and saying that he had been into me for a while and, and knew I felt the same. I don't. I'm lesbian, but not out at work. He also sent me a naked selfie that luckily cut off right before his dick, but dang, it was close. When I saw them, I was out with friends and was like, what the fuck? Okay, this is a Monday problem. I have a really strict rule with myself that I don't do work, think about work, or answer messages about work outside of nine to five, Monday to Friday. I also don't use my personal phone for work stuff. If someone from work calls or texts and it's not one of the co-workers I see as a close friend and, and trust to not talk shop on the weekends, I'm not answering. And I include dealing with this fucker as a workday problem. <laughs> so I ignores it. <laughs> so I ignored his message. He sent me several later, first saying sorry he was drunk, then saying he hadn't said it how he wanted to, but he was still into me and had a feeling I felt the same. On Monday, I wrote him an email on the work email saying, Hi, co-worker. I'm writing to follow up on your messages from the prior several days. See attached. Please only contact me through work channels during regular business hours. I do not use my personal number with colleagues. Additionally, I found the content of your messages unwelcome and inappropriate. Please only contact me regarding work. OP. I didn't send the email to HR, but I did blind CC my personal email so I'd have a copy just in case. And he got really mad. He texted me back saying I'd crossed the line attaching his picture to a work email. Was I trying to get him fired? I screenshot that text too and attached it to an additional email saying, as per my prior email, please only contact me about work matters and only on my business email or Slack. He stopped texting me, but he came to my desk to speak to me. And before he said anything, I asked, is this a work question? And he said, I knew what it was about. And I said that I wasn't available for discussion at the moment. If he didn't need to meet with me for a work matter, could he please schedule a meeting on the calendar and include every day to brief me on the topic of the meeting? He walked off. I feel like I was a bit of a bitch in dealing with it when I maybe could have told him to cut it out by text, but I'm also fucking sick of dealing with this shit at every job and I feel like my patience to use my own time and energy to gently ask guys to call it is worn thin. And I also want to set the precedent that I won't engage at all outside of work hours or work accounts. 
am I the asshole for sending that email? And we do have edits where apparently there's a conclusion in there as well, so I'm not gonna read them just yet. We're gonna cover the comments first, but to me, absolutely not. You need to go to HR or report his ass straight away. There's many stories covered, you know, where someone slips up like this and shows them their true selves in some ways. And you know, when you give them a chance like you have here, they may try and twist the truth in some ways. I mean, they probably will struggle with the amount of evidence you've got against them, but why give them that chance at all? And it's like I always say in many situations, I know I know, I say it too much, but who thinks like this? Who thinks that's a good thing to do? I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna send someone a naked selfie. I know his dingling weren't completely in it, but yeah, it was pretty close apparently. And just sends this message saying, to a co-worker of all people, let's have some fun, come on over. But Muriel Finster says go to HR immediately, not the arsehole. Major Barnacle says, not only are you not the arsehole, but I feel like you should be paid for the perfect guide to dealing with inappropriate workplace behavior you just posted. Brava, ETA, if what you did does not solve the problem, the emails are perfect for a review with HR. Otherwise, Drama8586 says, not the arsehole. May I congratulate you on being a strong woman who did not shy from the topic and put this arsehole in his place. I wish I had the guts to do this myself. You handled it and you handled it well. I'm gonna take a leaf from your book in the future. Jet says, may I say, you have brass ovaries <laughs> and I admire them. Frederick Chase says, not the arsehole. He sexually harassed you. He's lucky you didn't report him to HR or the police. And now, let's get straight into these edits to find out what happened next. So edit. Looks like the overwhelming majority of you all think that I need to go to HR to get ahead of this. I was considering holding off to see if he calls it himself, but the way he came to my desk after being told off twice makes me think that's probably not the best idea. I'm gonna forward the emails to HR, write up the conversation we had at my desk and ask them to meet with me to discuss. Edit two. I sent an email to HR this afternoon and they called a meeting with me the same day. I told them everything, though there wasn't a lot to say that wasn't already captured in the emails and they assured me that I wouldn't have any more contact with him at work. They're going to meet with him tomorrow. It's still not decided if he will be fired or if he will move to a different position where he won't have any reason to speak to me. I have a feeling it might depend on how he handles the conversation with them. I do feel good about emailing HR. I feel like, along with myself, I've possibly helped out other women by starting that paper trail if it turns out to be something he's done more than once. Edit three. Holy shit. I went out to happy hour with a few of my female friends in my field to vent. And one of my friends told me that she'd met the same guy at a professional conference, given him a business card with a phone number, and he sent her a nasty pic too. She just replied saying that was inappropriate and she had a husband. And he said something about her husband not having to know. So she had her husband call him and leave a voicemail telling him to fuck off. And then she never heard from him again. I asked her if she'd be okay sending screenshots of the text exchange to my HR contact. She was and she even wrote that she met him at a professional conference where he was representing the company. She gave him a business card for networking reasons and he sent her unsolicited lewd picture and that she needed her husband to intervene to stop the harassment. I haven't checked my email again. I'm trying to leave work at work and not dwell on this anymore tonight, but it seems like HR will have even more to go off before meeting with him. And edit four, he was fired. 
I don't know a lot of the details. I have a follow-up meeting with HR soon, but my co-workers told me he was escorted out of the building this morning. One of my co-workers who sits near the HR office said they heard him screaming at the HR staff during his meeting this morning. It's crazy how stuff escalated honestly. Last week, I thought he was a chill guy. I owe a thank you to everyone who told me to report this too. I've been on the fence at first, but I feel like this stuff was gonna escalate either way and I feel a lot safer not having to see him every day at work. And so there was other people involved in this as well. And if there's that person, who knows how many other people he was doing this to. So you absolutely did go down the right path of reporting this immediately. You know, these are consequences for his own actions. He chose to do this, so it's on him in the end. But what do you guys make of this one? I'm really impressed, like many commenters said, the way OP handled it initially. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Tattooed Noob Am I the Arsehole who says, Am I the Arsehole for getting mad? My artist hid their initials in my tattoo. This is a short one. Names change for privacy. I went to a tattoo shop in my area with a photo of the tattoo I wanted. It was one my dad had gotten to honor my past grandfather whose father also had it. But the point is, it was important to me that the tattoo looked exactly as it did in the photo. I get to the shop, I explain everything. I pay, get the tattoo, and we are done. I think it looks awesome. Everything is great, until a few weeks later when I show my great-grandmother the tattoo. She's ecstatic, grabs my arm to look and compliment it, then asks, who's AJ? I ask her what she means, and she points out the tattoo where the initials A and J, or maybe T were, hidden in the tattoo. I'm instantly pissed, as my artist's name is Alice Trevor. She tries to assure me it's no big deal if I hadn't noticed it till now, but I still reached out to the artist, sort of irritated. They told me the style of art I got is called traditional and it's pretty trad for all artists who do that style to do it. I demanded a partial refund and they refused, so I complained to the owner who made the artist give me a full refund. Now the artist is running a full smear campaign, talking about moving shops, all kinds of crap. My sister says I'm an asshole for pushing the issue, but I feel like at the end of the day, I told you exactly what I wanted and you didn't do that. Am I the asshole? Now coming into this one, I thought it was gonna be like some of the artist's own artwork, like something they created and their signature was on it and that's why it's on there. And I thought maybe like OP didn't realize the initials were already on the original artwork, but it's not the case at all. It's OP's artwork and they put their signature on it or their initials, sorry. I'd be hugely pissed off if someone done that. They branded you with their name. And I'm not sure what sort of legal repercussions could be around that sort of stuff, but there's a damn good reason that owner gave you a full refund. And that's because that tattoo artist was totally in the wrong. But OK Possibility 5715 says not the arsehole and I would even consider suing. They kind of branded you with their initials and they should get fired. Picket line says not the asshole. This person straight up branded you. Not only that, that isn't even the artist's design. It's a copy design. Throwaway says not the asshole. Tattoo artists don't get to sign their work because their canvas is a human being. This is known. This is conventionally understood. Ruby Fox says not the asshole. I remember there was an Ink Master episode where someone had a piece with a clock face and the artist put their time of birth on it as some kind of signature. The judges ripped him for it. 
Same basic principle. Tattoo artists shouldn't be signing a tat in any way without first discussing it with the client. Your artist definitely shouldn't have done this since it was a particularly meaningful design for you. Old Potato says, not the asshole. I've been tattooing for almost 20 years and this is something you never do. What the fuck? And one more from Generic Trash Fire who says, not only did the artist permanently brand you without your permission, but it wasn't even original artwork. The artist has to be so full of herself. She must be bursting at the seams. Not the asshole. Wow. <laughs> now, what do you guys make of this situation? And how would you act if that was you? If you was in OP's position, you know, you had your own original artwork and they signed it on your skin. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Story. And our next story comes from THSJU, who says, am I the asshole for refusing to pay for my niece's contact lens? My sister came to me and asked for $700 for my niece last year to have contact lenses for a year. They had financial difficulties and my niece really wanted them, but they couldn't afford them. I'm not rich, but I haven't visited them in years due to the living in another country, so I've missed a few Christmases, so I agreed. It would cover her optometrist visits and contacts for a year. I sent her the money via e-transfer, expecting her to do all the legwork to get the contacts. Fast forward a few weeks, I asked if she likes them, the contacts. She confirmed she does and doesn't elaborate. Finally, with travel restrictions lifting, I went to visit my family and friends. My sister lives in another city than everyone else and it would be a last minute trip, so I didn't really warn her because I wasn't sure if I could visit her. I couldn't get hold of her, so I called her husband who confirmed they were home. One of my friends canceled, so I rented a car and drove to the next state. She greeted me, but didn't want me to go inside. I was so confused, but luckily her husband saw me too and welcomed me in. I met the kids, their new dog, and saw my niece still had glasses on and asked if she gave up on the contacts because they were scratchy and drying. She looked at me like I had three heads and said she never got contacts. My sister was looking very uncomfortable and I was so confused saying I sent some money so she could get contacts. Her husband looked at her and me for a minute before asking the kids to go up to their room. Turns out my sister used the money to bring home a dog she wanted during the pandemic. She told her husband she found the dog and it was probably a runaway with no collar and chip, but in reality, she paid for it. 
I was upset. I got duped into giving her money for a dog they shouldn't have had, according to her husband, because they were having trouble covering the vet's bills. But knowing she also paid for the dog with money caused them to get into a fight in front of me. I walked out and was pissed, but finished my trip. My sister called me a month ago to ask for more money to pay for my niece's contacts real this time. But I'm out of goodwill and told her to save up for it. And she started crying saying her husband is blaming her for wasting the money and she wanted to make it right by buying the contacts now. I told her to pick up some waitressing shifts to cover the cost. She was a waitress, now a stay-at-home mum. And she yelled at me for being the arsehole for not being willing to pay for the contacts. Oh dear. First of all, a contact lens is really that expensive. Holy moly, that's a lot of money to pay for them, isn't it? Secondly, she totally disregarded her own daughter's well-being and, you know, putting a, getting the dog first before getting to the contact lenses, which it sounds like the daughter really wants or maybe needs. Then the poor dog in this situation, you know, they can't, they clearly can't afford the vet's bills. Husband is pissed off about this because she's went and got a dog, spent this money on a dog when they clearly don't have the funds to have one really pisses me off when people you know get dogs and they can't afford to care for the dog they just think you know dog comes along everything's paid for that's it it's just an all-in-one package not the food the vets bills you know the, the yearly shots all this sort of stuff they gotta have the insurance and then at the very end of this has the bloody cheek the cheek to turn around to you and call you an asshole for not willing to pay for the contact lenses this time oh my word the absolute audacity but Inner Astronomist says not the arsehole if her husband is upset with her wasting the money. Hopefully he's a good enough person that he would be upset with her harassing her last victim to have a do-over. Let him know that she's trying to solve her marital problems by mooching even more off you and that you've lost your goodwill and hope he understands that you won't be comfortable donating to either of them. Nut Michelle says, God, I haven't seen that name in a while. Not the arsehole, I'm floored by the audacity here. Tell her that you already paid for the contacts and won't be doing it again. And from here on out, I wouldn't buy or send anything to your niece unless she's with you. Daffy Day Afternoon says not the asshole. If she can't afford her daughter's contacts, why in the fuck does she think she can afford a dog? Mystery says not the asshole. You know the old saying, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. You owe your sister nothing. She owes you $700 and an apology for using the money other than what she told you. She owes her niece an apology if she made any promises about getting her contacts. Now, what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Am I the Arsehole Veg Kid who says, Am I the Arsehole for not explaining my husband's dietary choices to our son? My husband and I, early 30s, have been married for seven years and have a son who recently turned six. I am a vegan for moral reasons and my husband eats meat. I understand that food is a deeply personal choice and I respect his right to eat as he wants. We both share cooking duties and usually cook vegan food. Whenever he feels like eating meat, we cook separate meals for ourselves. This arrangement has worked well so far. Until recently, our son has liked eating meat and preferred eating the meat dishes my husband makes. Last week his school did a couple of sessions about how our food comes to our home, including a video of a butcher making different cuts of meat. My son is a big animal lover and the video deeply affected him. He has since started crying on seeing raw meat and refused to eat any meat. My husband assumed it was just a phase and two days ago tried to tempt him with mutton biryani. This tremendously upset my son and resulted in a massive tantrum. 
where he screamed at his father that he is cruel and horrible and should stop eating meat. Later that night, my husband was upset with me because he felt that I should have sided with him and told my son off. I do not understand why it's my responsibility to explain his dietary choices to our son, especially since they go against my personal beliefs. I told him that this is between both of them and, and apart from trying to tell my son to try and be tolerant, I will let them both deal with the issue. Now my husband is very upset at me, but I feel I've not done anything wrong. Am I the asshole? Edit, since many people are surprised about the video, here's what I could piece together from a very upset kid and the parents WhatsApp group. The video was about 10 or 15 minutes long. There was a part of it which showed a farm and lots of cute animals, including some babies. Then there were animals being transported in a truck. Then there were some shots of skinned animal carcasses hanging upside down while a butcher sliced off meat from it. They showed the meat being packed and bought by people, then showed the supermarkets. The video was not only about butchering it, also showed how crops were grown, processed and packed. None of the other kids seemed to have issues. I think the carcass possibly may have had the head still attached. We're not from the US. These kind of shots were a common sight when I was growing up, but are rare now. And we'll start off with Ordinary Quiet 4 who says you're the asshole, reading about how you responded to the tantrum and what your kid said is a major issue. You did not correct your child or try to explain what he did was wrong, but unintentionally enforced that it was okay to act like that when dad is eating meat. You should have said that what your child said was not okay at all and explain where dad got the meat. Once your child calmed down, then you could have had a discussion with dad about how to explain the concept of butchers and buying meat came from and how dad was going to explain eating meat to the child. FG Dawn says you're the asshole. What you have done is not refusing to accept responsibility for explaining your husband's dietary choices. What you have done is begun teaching your son that his father is a bad person and that is okay to hate and scream at anyone who doesn't agree with your dietary choices. You're in the wrong for not at least explaining to your son that while he can have feelings about it, he cannot scream at people about it. He's old enough to grasp the concept. Kalakla says, my son loves animals. I'm vegan, my ex, his father eats meat. My son thinks about this issue a lot and has so far decided to eat meat. No one's an asshole here, I guess, but I do speak to him about and respect both choices as well as vegetarianism. Now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today, getting involved in the stories, your love, support and time. Me always means the absolute world to me. You make a huge difference in the channel and the way you get involved and I can never thank you enough. Thank you so much and I hope I will see you in the next one. Take care guys, much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs. Eat some breakfast, milk and eggs. Brush my teeth up, wash my face. Throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.